I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. We have reached the 100th episode. Woo! Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. And friends, we have reached the 100th episode. And if you're just tuning in or if you've been listening for a while, we would love to know what you think about the podcast. So feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. We would just really love all of your fantastic support. I know a lot of you have been, you know, listening in. We've gotten some Mm -hmm. great reviews, great comments. And like I said, if you're new, leave us that review. All right. But before we get into our topic of the day, Jesse, what are you drinking? Mm, In the spirit of winter and, um, you know, feeling a little uh, festive, I am drinking a winter lager from Sam Adams. Very Boston of me. Very Boston (laughs) of you. My goodness. Uh I am drinking a cider lime mule. Mm. And it is, it's just apple cider, a little bit of lime, and ginger beer. Nice. It's really good. And it kind of, that sounds really good. Like alcohol without being alcohol, which, (laughs) awesome. I need to keep my wits about me, especially for the 100th episode. All right. Yes. Love it. We're going to kind of cover a a lot of ground in a very little time for this 100th episode because, you know, it's been two years of guests, two years of topics. Mm -hmm. It's been fantastic. Um, so we're going to talk about a couple of different things. First off, starting with what we've learned over kind of our two years of guests. And I'm just going to go quickly over mine. Working smarter, not harder, not creating content for content's sake. And we've talked about this a lot in in a lot of different conversations, a lot of different topics. It seems that seems to be a, a a constant message. Um, yes. And I've really taken that to heart over the past couple of months. You know, it's it's funny because we've heard it for a long time and I've kind of been like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's starting to sink in. Well, so. and also how to repurpose and make it easy for you to attack this concept of content creation. Yes, exactly. And I and we've had some really, really great guests kind of talk to us about it. The other thing, another constant and I'm just always amazed at the confidence of the people that we have on this show. Like they they're they get very real with us. Like they talk about kind of their insecurities. But on the whole, we've had so many really confident people on the show because they talk a lot about staying. And you've talked about this a lot too, like staying in your lane and not worrying about what others are doing. And that can be hard as an influencer because there's so many times where I go on Instagram and I see so and so was invited to this party or so and so got this brand deal. And it's like, but you know, why didn't I get invited to that? Or why didn't I get that brand deal? And I'm, it's it's more like, especially going into 2023, I know I'm going to focus more on what works for me and not really worry about everybody else. And maybe just use that kind of to inspire me to work harder in terms of what I'm going to focus on. Well, I would say if you didn't get invited to certain things, first of all, their loss. Second of all, <laughs> I've learned to say, you know what, if I'm not doing this, it leaves opportunity for something that yeah. is better and you know oftentimes that will happen is like i'll see something i'm like why didn't i get that and then i get something else down the line mm-hmm. so it exactly. ends up working out 
Niching down, which I actually talked about in the last episode of my own brand pillars, can actually help you to make more money, which you have obviously learned as, um, niching down to brand photography. Um, and you get more experiences out of it because it becomes clear that what you're, fo- you know, with your focus, you're not trying to reach a ton of people. You have a very clear, specific audience. So you're, you know, I feel like sometimes you feel sometimes people are so afraid of niching down because they think they're leaving money on the table because they're cutting out people when they don't realize that if they niche down, people are going to be like, oh, so and so is this. And they're going to automatically go to them for that. So and niching down doesn't always have to be a service either. Like for me, no. Uh, it, you know, let's say there's a photographer that wants to offer multiple genres, but your niche is maybe could, you know, instead of like having a, a service niche, it's the way you approach things. Maybe it's your technique. Maybe it's your style, your editing style. Maybe it's the fact that your studio only, you have to find something that is like unique to you. Mm-hmm. And that is your niche. So some people get really overwhelmed with like just offering one thing. And that is one way to niche down, but it's also can mean a multiple you know, multiple other things that you can specialize in, including your approach, your style, the industry that you serve. Yeah. So. I don't know. That's a really good way to look at it, too. I didn't even think of it from that perspective, Jesse. So Mm -hmm. that's a good that's a good point. Um, And then my my last thing is and I've heard this from a lot of people. um, And again, this this kind of can go back to creating content for content sake, because sometimes you feel like you're throwing spaghetti at the wall. Sometimes you just need to experiment I know I fought the reels trend for so long and now I actually am started like I've really started to enjoy creating them and realized how many opportunities they've really opened me up to. And I, it's like, oh, I kind of wish I'd done it earlier. Um, and that I think is something I'm going to take in with me into 2023 because I really want to try and feel see feel out TikTok. You know, I know. I'm like a little old for TikTok. I feel like I'm a little old. No, for you're TikTok. not. There's like there's no. a ton of people that are in their 60s on TikTok. Okay, well then I think I need to like start Like I think the median age more. probably on TikTok is probably 40 to be honest. Wow. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, At least I'm on my algorithm. <laughs> I'm, I'm younger than 40. So, yeah. uh not that much younger than 40, but young enough. Um so I think for me it's going to be, you know, not being so afraid of what's new. I feel like sometimes we get into this thing where we found what works for us and we get into like, okay, well, this works for me. I'm just going to stick with this. And then something new comes down the line and it starts to pick up steam and you're like, oh, my goodness. You know, so I think that's something that I've learned from a lot of our guests is that sometimes you just need to like throw something out there and try it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah. All right. Anything else that you've learned specifically, Jesse? So when it comes to guests. Yes, I think for me, um, you know, well, we've had a fantastic guest. I mean, I have, you know, thanks to all of our guests that have been on the show, you know, thus far. Um, But I will say one of the challenging things going into this, now this being our 100th episode, is trying to always make sure that like whoever we have on has a different angle on something, something like you said, something different. Um, You know, because a lot of what we've talked about is creating content, making it easy. And how do you really parse that out? And how can our guests really provide something unique that maybe like a similar guest already talked about? So I found that that was like, you know, we've, we've, we've been trying to work through our, you know, our interview lists and make sure that that's important, you know? So if a guest comes to us with kind of a generic thing that they want to talk about, we really try and work with them to say like, well, what is your approach? And how is this different from, let's say, episode, you know, 
65 or whatever it was. And we've even sent them like, here's this episode. Like, I mean, we're not expecting them to listen to the whole thing. But, you know, how is your approach different from this person's approach when it comes to this? Because they might be talking about something very similar but they might have a totally different outlook on it. So um, that is a really good point. I feel like, you know, I'm going to talk about it from the technical side because I do a lot of the producing of it. We've had a great process from the beginning. And that's thanks to you being in business, you know, doing doing your business and figuring out your workflow. You've kind of helped us to create that same workflow for. Well, you've given me the workflow, but I just implemented like the tech behind it. Like you're like, this is how we have to do it, and I'm like, okay, we need the form, and we need the Google. You were like, here, this is how we're this is how we're going to do it. It's really worked out well, and we've actually had some pretty big people like comment on the fact that we have a very professional. For I mean, again. I like to think of us as a professional show because, you know, (laughs) I produce it and we host it and everything. But we are on the smaller side. And sometimes when you have a smaller operation, it can be difficult to implement kind of a professional workflow. And we've had people who have been on much bigger podcasts actually come on the podcast and be like, wow, you know, it was so easy to book our interview. It was, you know, great to have the reminders and stuff like that. So it's always been we've all I feel like we've always had a really good workflow in place when it comes to that end of this of the 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 details um i've gotten better at editing it's funny because i already thought like going into this i was like oh yeah well i've edited for tv and all this kind of stuff like i know how to edit and (laughs) i have learned so much about editing just over these past two years not just not just how to make the show sound better but to have the show sound a little more dynamic and not i mean i think it's interesting but you really do you have to hook people right away so like i've added um that little clip at the beginning of the show to kind of give people an idea of what they're going to be hearing because even though you know you've got the show notes and you've got the title and everything sometimes people need to hear that like little hook to bring them in um so i got a little bit better than that and then the audio, I feel like, is much better than our... I don't even want to listen to the first couple of episodes. Um, but that's thanks to lessons I've learned and kind of Googling and YouTubing and stuff like that. And then a couple of free online programs that I've actually discovered over the past two years that have been lifesavers. Um, again, learning to work smarter. I love it. Harder, I love harder. it. Um, yeah. So that's kind of, as I said, that's like the technical side of it all for my for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we've done a pretty good job with that. I'm pretty pleased with it. We can always, you know, and adjust we can refine us, it. That's just as we need. Nothing's written in stone. Yeah. yeah. So um, I've gotten quicker at it. You know, I, I've yeah. created a template, but you know, I think that something will maybe, oh, I don't want to go into it because that's the next topic of that's the next topic <laughs> of the conversation. So first off, Jesse, what else, what else have you learned or, or looking to learn a little bit? Um, I think for us is, you know, learning how to, we've had a lot of amazing guests on, but I also think our duo episodes perform pretty well. Mm. Um, so trying to hone in on our own experiences as business owners and getting rid of some of the imposter syndrome we have and actually speaking our truth about our, uh, about our experiences. You know, we both, you know, have been running businesses for a while now. And I know you always say I'm behind you, <laughs> which I've told you to knock it off, knock it off your business owners. Well, let's face it. You know, when you, you're when still you- doing a fantastic job and I think owning our truths in that. So 
you that's know, a good that's point. And you know what? That is something I'm going to, I mean, that's kind of going beyond the podcast. And, but that's something I will try to do better in 2023 is really owning my experience. I, I think that, yeah, a lot of times I'm, oh, well, Jesse's re- the real pro with this. And, and you are, you are. And I have, the thing is, I've learned so much from you over the past several years. Um, you know, and I credit, you with a lot of uh, of my success in the end because you were kind of what got me started in the writing section of my business mm-hmm. um which has been invaluable um and why i've been so busy lately which has been nice you know because i'm like here do three months of blog posts in like two know, months please. Hey, i'm working on january <laughs> today and tomorrow we'll have them done don't you all worry. right I'm all right um, no, no, I'm not where I, I totally trust you, but I'm yeah, like, no, that's, you trust me it's all about the holiday break. I'm all about you, the holiday break. But then you mentioned um, something before we even got on here about using the podcast more in your brand, which I think is a great idea. Well, again, going back to repurposing content, the podcast itself is content. And there are a lot of yeah. topics that we talk about that fall back to entrepreneurship, um, which is a brand pillar of mine, along with um you know, those that speak to branding in general. And if it ties back to photography, there's there's episodes that I could repurpose a little bit more and also just help support the podcast more on my own brand. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe fill in those gaps where I'm just like, you know what? I have no idea what to talk about. Oh, wait, I have something to talk about. I've already recorded it with Kate. I'm going <laughs> to share that. Like, it's so, all goes through that. It's so ridiculous. That. Just do what you've already done. So so really trying to um, leverage the podcast a little bit more to save yeah. time. <laughs> well, you know, I have, I was telling you this, I actually, ha- for me, using the podcast is kind of part of my brand content pillars is a little more difficult because the influencer side, but I do have a page on my website that I really need to rewrite um, about the podcast and the fact that I have this podcast and some of my, you know, my favorite episodes and the fact that we go weekly and everything just because I figure, well, why not? have that on there um but in terms of for for how i can use the show a little bit more is really taking the lesson you know we talk a lot about um seo and you know i've done a lot of research on seo but you know we've had guests on the show that have said something and i'm like oh man i didn't even think of that when it comes to seo or in you know being on instagram and how to reuse content like i really need to do a better job of taking the lessons that we've learned you know obviously we're doing this for other people to listen to and take the lessons that we're trying to impart and our guests are trying to impart but really i should be taking more of the advice myself going forward yep so, yep 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 and speaking of going forward where we would like to see the show going in 2023 and beyond i you know, talking about experimenting more, I would love to have somebody come on that's a real expert in TikTok. We've established it's not going anywhere, but we've never really taken a deep dive into it. And I feel like part of that is because there's still so much unknown. It's still it's still a fairly new platform. Um, and I feel like people are still figuring a lot of it out. So that's but that is something I'd like to really discuss in, uh, next year. Also, I and we've done a lot of this, like we've talked about finances and bookkeeping and and some of the the workflow stuff and everything. But I would really like to have somebody on that can talk about um, establish like a, how to establish a business in relation to content creation, like creating that real business workflow, keeping to a schedule, like really. Um, I guess part of it is my own want to like get into a better. Um, 
well, better workflow for lack of a better word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, just realizing that, you know, life is getting busier and busier and I need somebody to basically be like, okay, you're going to do this, 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 and this, and this is going to make your life a whole lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> workflows have saved um, saved my business if I didn't have my workflow system. But I mean, I'm a service-based business. So I think having someone specifically on for like managing the influencing, because I mean, obviously, like I could talk about workflows all day long, but for your side, I feel like it is a little bit different. So yeah, that would be interesting to well, have a guest talk about it. For me, it is it is different because I have the two pieces yeah. of the business. You know, you used to have a, like the, you know, the brand photographer method and the, and your brand photography business. And, and while both are service-based, a little bit different with me, it's like, you know, the influencer side of my business, it's hard to establish a schedule because like, you know, sometimes I'm traveling and sometimes I'm going to events and then sometimes I've got to do content creation with the other side where I'm writing that can be a little bit more structured. And I, yeah. funny enough, that's the piece that I think I need a little bit more help in figuring out like how to be a little bit better organized um, going forward. I feel like I've got a pretty good system in place, especially, you know, keeping my clients organized um, with the Google Drive and the sheet and everything. But I think going forward, I need to learn how to better manage my time when it comes to um, that kind of content creation. The other stuff, I think it's just easy because it's my vision and and I know what I'm doing. Um, the other side of it, I'm so I'm working, I mean, kind of like what you do with with your clients, you know, they have a vision on how their their shoot is going to look. My clients have a very clear vision on what they want their blog post to look like. And I have to make sure that my work makes it there. Yeah. So that's going forward. That's kind of more the side I need help on in my business. And so I'd love to have somebody on that can talk a little bit better about that going forward. So yeah, that's and I, I know that's we're almost like I know we're almost out of time, but I just want to quickly mention that we also are interested in having guests provide more concrete mm -hmm. examples of great content yes. and how it's done. I am definitely like a visual learner and love to see precedent. So um, seeing, this is almost like a call for content creator or call yeah. for guests out there. Um, and then I know we would love to have people on more about SEO and possibly looking at our own Instagrams, maybe doing a live audit if anybody is interested in doing this. I'm yeah, I'm like treating this like a call for call for uh, interviews. And then, um, you know, real success stories from content creations from real people. I'm not talking about the get rich overnight people. No. I'm talking about those of us that have been in the business that have had successful growth year over year with yep. their content creation. So I think that's really where I'd like to see um, some of our topics head um, in 2023. But I think I think that's I think that's it. <laughs> so okay, so since we have kind of issued this call to call to action, uh, if uh, you've kind of fit into uh, any of those those boxes that Jesse and I just talked about, uh, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at cocktailsandcontentcreation at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, cocktailsandcontentcreation.com and uh, find our contact information on there. As I said, we would really love to hear from you if you can provide that concrete information, the examples for us, maybe Instagram audits, TikTok um, business workflows. What else? What was the other thing? Uh, successful stories success for the real stories. person. Yeah. Yep. Please get in contact with us. Cocktails and content creation at gmail.com. We are definitely looking for new guests in this new year. Uh, all right. So I'm Kate Andrews. Thanks for listening. And you can follow me on Instagram at fashionably Kate and co.
And I'm Jesse Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos. Just a quick note to our listeners, we are going to take a holiday break. Woohoo! Cannot wait. <laughs> uh, but we will be back in the new year with brand new episodes of Cocktails and Content Creation. Until then, enjoy your holidays and cheers to the next cocktail. And happy content creating. Mm-hmm.